Ulysses Ruiz is a rising actor who is about to make his debut on the big screen in our upcoming film, I'll See You on Thanksgiving. In this interview, Yuli tells the story of how he met and his process of becoming Matt in the upcoming film. He shares his acting journey and where he hopes to go in the future. And Ryan's character first gets to the house and he improvised a butt slap. And <laughs> the amount of takes that we did for that was painful. <laughs> he put his heart and soul into that slap. And I was just like, there was one take where I was like, shee! This is the Media Makers Podcast. I'm curious sort of what your perspective was. Initially, you reached out via a Facebook post <laughs> that I made in a sort of Central Ohio casting group. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sort of curious, and like, what was your initial impressions of the project um, when, when you first came across, yeah. came across it? Uh, so like reading the description of what it was about, and because the, my, my first lead role was a student short film, and I had recently had a falling out with some of the people in that group, you know, over some things that, you know, you can't really control. It was like, oh, dang, we had such a good time. <laughs> so it was like going into it, I was like, okay, yeah, like college, you know, kind of the same same area of of interest there. But my initial thought of it was just like, one, it was a feature. And I was like, okay, like this is the next challenge for me. Um, and two, I was just excited that I didn't have to drive two hours every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think I still am. And at that time when I was uh, auditioning for it, my thought process was like, I need to continue to build my resume and get work under my belt and get more experience. And it being a feature, I was like, I want to get a lot of experience. Um, so that's where the mindset was. And I think it was, yeah, like once I did the audition, I was like, I knew I wanted to do it even more because mm. one, you're like, yeah, you can read the script if you want while we do this. And I was like, okay, like, sure, why not? And then, but because like I had already memorized my lines, I kept tripping over the words while I was reading it. So I just put the script away and I was like, I'll just do it out of memory because I already have it in my head. Um, but that was like, that was different. And so after doing that, and then you were like, hey, we're going to have a read with some of the other cast and then meeting Adi and who was Kelly, right? Kelly was there. Kelly was there on that call. Yes. Yeah. So that that was great. I didn't know. Like I, I could feel some sort of chemistry just because we were all talking, giving input. Which was good because most a lot of actors are kind of like some don't know or want to put give input out of like fear that they might just piss somebody off sure. um, so that was great because okay everybody's vocal and it feels like we're all trying to contribute to the to the project as best as possible and then caitlin auditioned and i was like hey caitlin so caitlin was my um she was in my acting class for at least two or three of them and she was i know that me and her worked on a 48 hour film challenge like right 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 after acting class I personally, I think it was horrid because I was not great. <laughs> I, I broke the fourth wall. So, so it was good to actually like see somebody else from my acting class putting themselves out there. Mm, that's cool. Well, yeah, because yeah, you you meet a lot of people in these acting classes and they're scared to put themselves out there and audition. So they're just, right. just like in a constant like standstill between acting classes and be like, I'm not prepared enough. And I was just like, you know what? There's a lot less qualified people out there doing what I want to do. So I'm going to audition. 
and luckily, you know, I made a good impression. You sure did. You sure did. Yeah, that's interesting to me that other online auditions don't want you to read off of the script. Well, it's kind of like a standard that you go in and you know your material. You know what I mean? Sure. So you're never like looking down because <clears throat> when you're auditioning, you know what I mean? Your eyes are the windows, <laughs> windows, windows to your soul. So, you you know, that's where the, the effect is coming from. So you don't want to be looking down at your paper the entire time. You kind of want to be present in the moment with what you're doing. Sure. That that makes sense to me. It just it still seems it seems odd. Um, really? <laughs> just from a from a director's perspective, you wouldn't want someone to hit the lines exactly um, as, mm. as they're written. But anyway, um, so you know, obviously, you did get cast in the film along with yeah. uh, you know Adi and Kelly and Caitlin. Um, what were some of your impressions? You know, we had an initial read through um, on. I think probably a couple of weeks after that, right before we started shooting, right? So the whole cast came together. I guess Ryan didn't make it down, but the whole cast came together and we sort of did an initial read through of the whole script and really started to kind of feel how this movie was going to go. I'm curious sort of what some of your thoughts were sort of going into this project once we really started to get boots on the ground um, before we started rolling cameras. Oh, the read through is great. I so I have this habit of like I think I was the first one at the read through as well so like oh, those habits yes. of me just showing up early and uh, you know I mean that was that continued into this project and so I was there first and being there first can be a good and a bad thing because like you're sitting there you're awkward you're like oh, I don't know I mean me and you talk when, when I got there but then meeting everybody else it can be a little bit awkward and I've always had this thing of just like trying to make people feel welcomed so I'll talk to everybody as soon as I get there just to make sure. Um, that they're good and they're uh, in a comfortable environment as well. Um, but my initial thoughts were really good. I think we all clicked and we all had a lot of chemistry uh, immediately because it was just like, you know, you did a great job of making sure that people were just loose and having fun. And um, I think that very, that very much kind of affected how we first initially met and got along for that read through because yeah, it was just a blast. I remember it had, like being a lot of fun so by the time that first day of filming came around, there wasn't any like awkwardness at all. Like it was, yeah, I, I still have a video on my phone of Adi and Ryan telling me I could be a comedian. And so did Caitlin. So I was like, I'm going to record this for evidence. You know what I mean? So that first day was just great because we had gotten like the icebreakers out of the way uh, on the read through. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important. I mean, this film in particular hinges on the chemistry between the cast, right? Yeah, if there right. isn't chemistry between the five friends, the movie fails, right? Just mm -hmm. um, so I felt like from a casting perspective, that was the highest order was like, can people connect with one another in a way that feels real and genuine? Mm -hmm. um, and also then to see that in real life, once you guys got on set and got together yeah. and started to talk, it really was so exciting from a filmmaking perspective to go, oh, holy cow, they are connecting. This does seem yeah, like yeah. maybe this thing is going to work. This crazy idea to make a movie for zero dollars is going to actually work. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, dude, it was. I mean, it's probably I want to say it was, it's, it was such a blessing just because 
me and Adi are still really, really good friends now. And, you know, I, he calls me all the time. I'll talk to him all the time. So it's, it's kind of crazy that that friendship came out of that. And, you know, we wouldn't have thought, you know, that's how it was going to be. And then on top of that, you know, meeting Kelly as well. Kelly is such a great vibe. Oh my! You know God. what I mean? And she's yeah. so hard on herself, but she's so great. Um, and to see where she is right now in her life, it's it's such a crazy like one eighty <laughs> that none of us none of us really thought was going to happen. And so, like you know, looking like watching the movie, I'm going to be looking for moments. I'm like, is she is she really going through it? You know what I mean? Just like just to see. And then Ryan as well. Like I still talk to Ryan from time to time, and he's you know doing his thing up. Uh, in Cleveland, <laughs> I want to say I don't remember exactly where he's based, but you know he just made his uh, director's debut, so that's pretty crazy. You know what I mean? And he, he's I've talked to him about potential projects that we could work on, and he's been super down about it. And I'm like, dude, yes, <laughs> Ryan's a vibe. And then Caitlin, man, Caitlin's been trying to get me to do theater now. Oh, interesting, really? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> you know, I don't know about that one because <laughs> I did one play and it was for my church. And I played Jesus. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm I'm worthy to play that role. You know what I mean? But I did it. And she's like, see, look at the guy who, who said he wouldn't do theater. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm never going to do like anything like that that you're doing. You know, because she's done way more theater than I have. And so, you know, maybe one day I'll take her up on that offer. But right now, I'm still not ready. Was there any challenges? I mean, the way that we shot this film, and this was mm-hmm. highly intentional, was in large chunks, right? So... Mm-hmm maybe a scene was six to eight pages and we would probably shoot a page and a half to two pages in a give and take. Right. So we would hold camera for that page and a half to two pages, um, which often meant that there was a lot of dialogue that was sort of happening Mm -hmm. on screen. What was that process like from an acting perspective? Because from a directing perspective, it made it really easy to sort of, uh, I felt like I was giving you guys space to, lean into those characters and to not have to think about these things in like truncated bits, but rather to to flow through it. Did that come across or was it, was it a little bit different? Um, well, initially I, for me personally, the, the only thing that had me nervous was like, Oh, snap. So we shot it mainly in order, right? For the most part, that was, that was, uh, we shot it in order. So I was like, Oh man, we're going to like learn all this, all this. But then, you know, I think, it made it easier mm. knowing that we were there for each other in terms of just like as, as an actor, you can be like, Hey, we're here to give you that energy. And it's, I think it's easier, you know, well, well, once you do like a few takes and then you get into the groove and you're like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is it. Um, it made it easier because we were, again, we were leaning into each other with, with, with our characters and our dialogue. So we knew what we had to say because it came naturally like, yes, you have to learn your lines and whatnot and know it but it still came easier once it just felt like we were actually just there and talking about real life situations um so i would say for me personally like i know that like i know my memory is absolute dog booty cheeks um it was was nerve-wracking but i was like once we got into it it was like it was smooth you know i mean once we all just got into it um and we were all really good at like taking the pressure off ourselves Mm -hmm. I mean, because like, you know, cut, you know, we're joking around again and then action and serious and we're back to it. So on that front, you know, we were all very confident in ourselves and our ability to help each other through it. It was just it made it so much. I don't think there was just a moment where it just felt like struggle. You know what I mean? 
it if I'm really thinking about it, I'm like, it just it did not feel like a struggle. It felt like, oh, maybe we didn't get it the way we wanted it to, but it's a learning moment. And then, you know, notes, construct constructive criticism, and then we made the adjustments. It would almost seem like the first couple of passes were a little bit rough. And then you mm -hmm. guys find your groove and get into that. I remember yeah. the car scene being oh, man. that there's so much happening. In retrospect, we probably shouldn't have had you guys actually driving and acting at the same time. But regardless, <laughs> that, that's what you were doing. Um, and so you're driving a car and mm -hmm. you have a specific route that you're driving. And then you're also yeah. having to deliver dialogue. And then there's me and Will crouched <laughs> in your back seat with cameras on like little like rigs trying to capture you well this is all happening um, um, i mean the, the, what what was that scene like in particular oh man that was that was probably the most challenging scene i ever had to do <laughs> because i was like so i'm like you know i'm doing i'm driving and i'm like i can't drive crazy because boom you're in the back seat so I'm trying to drive as safe as possible, like, you know, because I got other human beings in the car. But on top of that, knowing that if I take some kind of crazy turn, you guys are going to go crazy back there. So I had that on the back of my mind while trying to deliver dialogue. So that was pretty tricky. And I know that we ran that that specific scene multiple times because I know that I just it was hard to concentrate on both. Um, and then but eventually I did get it. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then I remember we also ran that scene multiple times because um, me and Adi both felt that the energy wasn't there, that we weren't yeah. giving it everything that we possibly could to make it feel authentic. So I know we ran it a couple of times because of that, which is superb. I think that is just phenomenal. I think that's part of the reason why um, I love acting as well and why I just love Adi in general. Because we're just like, dude, no, we could give it more. You know, we can do this better. Well, you guys had an attitude throughout the whole project, which was, we want to make this the best thing it possibly can be, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't just, I'm showing up to do this thing. I also want this thing to be great. Um, and that kind of commitment just shined through in everything that you guys did. I appreciate that. Yeah, we were we were in it to win it. You know, it was, it's, my, <laughs> it's my first feature film and it was his first feature film. Um, so I think we wanted to make it just as, I mean, I don't know who, who makes content to make mediocre content, right? Right. We, we try to make the best thing possible that with what we have. And, um, like you said, it's, it was not paid, but I don't think we did it for being paid in the first place. We did it because one, we love acting, acting is a muscle. You have to continue to practice. And I've, you know, I've continued to practice since then. And I feel like I've gotten way better as well. So, you know, it was just one of those things where like, Hey, we're here for ourselves on our own selfish reasons as as well but on top of that you know we want to give you what you want to make as well so it was one of those things where like the friendships and the passion for what we do came through and we're like we're just gonna make it dude we're gonna do this and we're like oscars all the way unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we're gonna be winning any oscars anytime soon but, but you know couple of years the down the road. <laughs> yeah a few years down the road but that's the mindset that we came into it where we're like we're gonna win some oscars <laughs> Well, one of the things I was very conscious of throughout production was everyone's time, right? So mm -hmm. we're shooting 100 pages of material, um, and I have known filmmakers in the past that are a little... Um, they spend a lot of time trying to make sure they're getting the exact right mm -hmm. shot or make sure they're getting it perfect. 
Um, and I can appreciate that. But when we're in a situation where people aren't being paid and where everything is on mm-hmm. kind of donated time, I feel a certain need to like have a very tight production schedule where we're going to get through things yeah. quickly. And so we're not wasting your time. Like if you're on set, you should be working. Um, mm-hmm. And then if you're not working, you don't need to just be like hanging around. Um, right. And the effect of that was we shot 100 pages in 12 days, which yeah. is, you know, when I tell that to other filmmakers, their jaw drops. It's like, how do you how, how do you knock that much out? I'm curious from your perspective as an actor, like we were running, we were running through a lot of material each day. Yeah. Right? What was that experience like just from the speed at which we were going through that script? Uh, dude, honestly, I... I was talking to somebody about it and we're like, like, yes, it was 12 days uh, over the span of a month. Right. Yes. And so I was like, yeah, we shot a feature film. It was like a month long. And it was like 12 days. I was like, wait, yo, it did not feel like it did not feel like it just, because we spent so much time together, it felt like so much more time. Mm. So maybe my, my, you know, perception of how it went was a lot more, you know, stretched out. But I do remember there was a couple times where I was like, okay, we're going to get through this. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? So just being prepared for my scene. I remember that, you know, when we were in and out and, you know, they were filming their scene outside doors and then it was going to be us. So I was just, you know, when it came down to that much material being shot and at least in one day, I was like, okay, I'm just going to make sure that I'm ready for my scene. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, that way we're not spending too much time, you know, worrying about what's happening. It's like, okay, just be ready and then be ready to take, uh notes from the director uh that way we can adjust quickly and, and get it out of the way um but as you can see i think i, I was i was priding myself in trying to be a one take wonder <laughs> so you know i think i think i guess uh, loosely it, we were aware of the time crunch and how much was trying to be shot that we were like all right one take wonder one day wonder two day wonder you know what i mean um so i think loosely we were very conscious of the fact that we were trying to shoot a lot in short amount of time but it just didn't feel like that because we were just having so much fun it's funny you talk about sort of that one take wonder and i don't know if there's there's one shot in the film or two shots in the film that actually were done in <laughs> take. everything else has multiple takes but um there are many times where the first take is the one that's used in the final film and we were talking a few minutes ago about that kind of rockiness of that first take <laughs> And sometimes there are these like beautiful little stumbles or like human moments that come through that once you've done it a couple of times, it gets polished over. Um, mm-hmm. I love just in terms of the texture of the dialogue and the interaction. Right. When it's a little clunkier, it sometimes feels a little bit more real. Um, and so mm-hmm. it's funny that you mentioned that because I, I can point to a couple of instances in the film where, you know, usually you're going to use the fifth or sixth take, but sometimes you go back and you go that first take they just nailed it in this like perfect way because it was the first time you're going through it and it lends to this like elegance and this reality of the film right the goal of this film was to capture a certain level of reality obviously it's a movie but um to capture a certain like realism of this stage of life and so i'm curious from your perspective like how do you feel like you know you've seen a rough cut of the film at this point uh, you know, we're obviously trying to make a film that connects with a very specific audience. Who do you see this film as being for? 
hopeless romantics, someone who let the right one go, <laughs> you know, friends, you know, maybe friends who weren't as close. Maybe like, you know, like your friend who lives, you know, next state over, you haven't seen him in a while, just slide him this and his DMs, you know, like, oh, I should go see <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and I think just friends, I think groups of friends in general, because I think, <clears throat> I think most groups of friends have like each one of us in there, you know what I mean? Like that certain friend who's, who's on top of things, who's maybe more loose with everything, who's a little bit more reserved, who is always stressing about something, you know what I mean? I think every group of friends has one of those in there. Um, so I think any group of friends in general, but I would say just, you know, probably like in college, getting out of college, just got out of college. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those kind of people who, cause I know, I know uh, quite a few uh, people who graduated college and like, yeah, I'm not really that close with them anymore. Mm. Like we were really, really close in college and we hang out every single day, but we don't really hang out anymore. So I was like, oh, dang. All right. <laughs> you know I mean? So I think people like that, at least in college, that way they don't forget each other. They're like, uh, that's going to be us in a little bit. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think that general demographic. Yes. Yeah. What were some of your favorite scenes to shoot? Like what, what scenes brought you joy <laughs> when we were actually making them? Man, anything where I was eating. <laughs> for sure. Cause I, cause like I can remember being so happy during what the final scene and where we're like we got pancakes and everything because I was starving. It was so early. I was like, I am so hungry right now. I'm gonna eat these pancakes while we're shooting, <laughs> and then just you know, so I remember being extremely happy for that scene. Just like oh, food. <laughs> just, <laughs> that one, and I think the cookie scene. It just, I think that cookie scene ended up being a lot more fun than maybe it was intended to be. Cause I yeah. was, you guys were like, you, you, like, they were like, you got to fake eat it. I was like, I don't know how to fake eat anything. <laughs> I'm just going to eat this cookie for real. And little did I know we were going to do so many takes of it that I ended up just destroying that pack of cookies. <laughs> yeah. I think in the script, there's like one line where you're like nibbling on a cookie. And then yeah. As you're going through it, you're just like popping cookie after cookie. And uh, it was really, really funny. And I, I think it, the humor really comes through the movie. But yeah, that was that was not it was not intended to be a really, really right. funny scene. Right. Um, and then the other scene that I remember was when Ryan's character first gets to the house and he improvised a butt slap. And <laughs> the amount of takes that we did for that was painful. Because <laughs> he put his heart and soul into that slab. And I was just like, there was one take where I was like, sheesh. You know? <laughs> like, that was a real reaction because that hurt. I was like, oh my God. I I believe that take is the one that's in the movie too. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful, dude. No, that was an improvised scene, but it was just it was just hilarious between me and him because like after his first improvised butt slap, I was like starting to plan it with him. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're going to do it right here, like at this time. And then, you know, but I didn't, I should have told him like half speed butt slap, maybe. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I think that one was pretty fun just because of that specific moment for me. I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I mean, it gave it a little extra spice for me. I was like, okay. Because, <laughs> like, you know, we were just walking down the stairs and then I don't know, we're butt slapped. So, <laughs> you know, that was fun. I think. I think those three are the ones that stick out the most to me. I mean, obviously there were so many incre incredible and fun times that we had that I could, I, those three are the most memorable for me. 
but in terms of just the group, man, there's just so many. I am such a fan of the opening scene, the one that takes mm-hmm. place in college mm-hmm. um, that we actually oh, yeah. was tacked on as an addition during production. Yeah. We realize we really need just a little bit to contextualize the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I wrote that while we were shooting and then we shot it in sort of a secondary location we had. And yeah, um, I love that scene because I feel like it, it's one of, you know, there's only a handful of scenes in the movie where all five of you guys are on screen at the same time, right? That's a yeah. kind of major scheduling hazard to try to have all five of your actors on set together. <laughs> um, and so there, there's only a handful um, where that's the case. And I felt like all of you guys were so loose. We shot that toward the end of production. Um, yeah. You were so comfortable and so loose in that um, that it really, your characters came through so clearly. That was that was a really fun. It was I mean, it was like a nice surprise because like I think by the time that we got to it, we were all kind of just like, oh, it's ending. You know what I mean? It's it's coming to an end. And then we added a scene. And I was like, this is great. One last <laughs> scene. We're all together, you know. And yeah, I think you're right. Like at that point, we were all just so comfortable with each other and, you know, just joking around and having fun that it just felt so natural that we're and then just even before we even say action, you know what I mean? Just the conversations that we're having, uh, you know, in between everything, it was just, it was, it just adds on to like the on-screen chemistry that we're, that we, you know, have. So that scene was amazing. Plus all the beer that got opened, <laughs> which I will say, I know that is super unprofessional to drink on set and it will, it will probably never happen again. You know what I mean? But it was, I think it just added to the vibe of everything. Um, especially when trying to be loose and you know like when you're drinking water it just feels weird so we're just drinking beer and i was like okay yeah this is great this is so much fun (laughs) well it's i mean i thought like i guess we could pour them out and put water in but Mm -hmm. why you know like if you wanted (laughs) to sip on the beer that's fine too like it doesn't it doesn't bother me at all um Mm -hmm. I, i think you're right it did add there was a looseness i mean the, the film is loose right it's a heavy mm. movie it's a loose movie and so um you know i've done more serious stuff in the past i shot a couple of short kind of horror thriller pieces back to back a couple of years ago and fun pieces to make but the energy on set is so different when you're shooting yeah. like that where it's it's this like stoic serious situation and um about a year ago uh no, two years ago, I made a romantic comedy with Kelly. Um, and that was the first time I'd really stepped into the kind of comedy world of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And this this like looser, more fun play. And so when writing the script for this one, I was like, let's write something that truly can be fun. And yeah. let's try to capture that fun on camera. And so I feel like you guys did a great job in terms of executing that and really showing that to the audience so clearly yeah i mean i don't man it's just so hard to describe it's so hard to put in words these kind of environments and just feelings that you feel while you're in it you know you feel like a family it's Mm. it's the most tragic part of any production is saying goodbye to the people that you became so spent countless hours um working with and the thing, I was thinking about this the other day, too. I was like, it's crazy how comfortable we all became with each other that we could just go off and take a nap. 
before mm. our scenes or whatever, and then come back and like, okay, we're ready. You know what I mean? I remember I was super tired one day and I just went off and took a nap and then came back and I was like, okay, yeah, good. Let's go. Which, which is, I think is a testament to the comfortable environment that was created where you feel like you're in a safe space, mm. you know? And I think that just is testimony to you, the crew and everybody who was a part of it, who made it feel comfortable. It was um, fun. The whole thing yeah. was fun to make. And that, and that's, that, that's the best way to describe the entire thing is it was fun. It was so fun. It was probably some of the most fun I've had on any production. Yeah, you know I mean, it's and I it, to some degree we captured lightning in a bottle, right? I mm-hmm. I doubt I will ever run a, a film set again that runs as smoothly as that one did. Like yeah. no hiccups, zero like zero hiccups on the whole production. Zero. There was one day where Kelly forgot to come in and we had to shoot around <laughs> her and then do the pickups later. That was it. Like literally nothing else. Yeah. Everything else went so incredibly smoothly. It was beautiful. It was so it beautiful. Was. It was, I mean, I think it's also just in terms of like the writing as well, the writing style, the filming style, the way we were shooting things. It just, it, well, one, if we had to adapt, it was super like loose enough that you could adapt around the situations that were happening if something were to happen. Mm. But also just in general, like it is also part in like the actors as well, where we were there, we were ready, we were willing to take instruction if anything were to go down and i remember when kelly forgot to come in which is hilarious <laughs> we're like okay yeah uh when she forgot to come in we were all still like ready and willing to work with her as soon as she did get there right and be like okay yeah, let's run it <laughs> you know no, no, so no i think right <laughs> yeah it's a testament to everybody's uh, uh readiness and um flexibility as well there was one moment i forgot to mention and i was thinking about it I forgot to mention all the gaslighting we did on set. Mm. The gaslighting. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I specifically did that on purpose because I remember Kelly was having trouble with one of the scenes and getting kind of like angry or like, you know, being upset. Right. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, what upsets women more than anything? Gaslighting them into thinking that they're wrong. And so that's what that's when I was like, you guys are delusional. <laughs> they're like delusional. <laughs> that improvised. Was that an ad lib line? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Actually. That's crazy. <laughs> and it was such a it, that take was the one that stayed in there, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a first take of that improvised line where they were perfectly in sync. <laughs> they were like delusional, which was insane because I was like. Yeah, I was like, that's what I was thinking about. And then I was like, I know that she has so many more moments in it where she's like upset and stuff like that. So it just became a running thing where it was like, yeah, I'm just going to gaslight you in between in between takes because <laughs> you need this energy. You know what I mean? And that's where it just became a back and forth every time you saw us just arguing over who was right and who was wrong. And then also the Roger Roger. The Roger the, Roger. The yes. Roger Yeah. I started because I was saying when after you gave me notes, you're like, all right, yeah, let's run it again. I was like, copy, 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 copy. Uh-huh. And then at that time, I was also, you know, had been watching Star Wars with my friend, the original, you know, Star Wars. And so I'd started watching with him. And so 
the droids ain't Roger Roger just stuck in my head. And I remember one day I just said Roger Roger, and then it just stuck, and then everybody started saying Roger Roger. Yeah, it was it was, it was just like, such an iconic action. moment. Like one person yeah. said Roger Roger, and then the whole room. Yeah. And then everybody's Roger Roger. We had to say Roger Roger before that we started uh, the take because then it would just come out bad if we didn't, you know? <laughs> Where did the for the Empire come from? Um so again, I was like trying to add my friend a little bit in there to like be proud of me, you know what I mean? Um it, it just came from that, which was like for the empire, which just some quirky little little line that you know maybe she was trying to say for you know just to kind of fit in, just because at that point she had already like she kind of already felt a little disconnected from everything because of what she had been going on in her life. So I just added it in there. I was like, dude, I'm telling you, those influential moments, I, I need credit on that. <laughs> <laughs> on the end credits, on the end credits, I need credits for that. Because <laughs> those were such iconic moments that we had behind the scenes. It was just, which is what I'm saying, man. This It's so hard to put into words just how much fun and how we all connected. It was just so much fun and amazing. Yeah. Well, because I think of the Roger Roger and that that whole like little bit um you know the movie's basically like it, not based on but influenced by two films which is mm-hmm. saint elmo's fire and the big chill and in saint elmo's fire it's about a group of friends after college and they have this thing that they do where they get together and they go a booga da booga da booga da ah 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 and it's just like it's it's random like it doesn't mean anything but it's like what they do as a group of friends and so watching you guys do that on set it just sparked to me i was like it's so genuine it feels so real it means nothing at all zero but it it just it has that energy to it and so when i yeah. because i wrote that that first scene midway through production i just like tacked it in there i was like well wh- why don't we just toss that in at the end and then yeah. the rest, i then rewrote the end scene to also include that so we bookend the movie with those those little bits god that was so good oh man Oh, making me reminisce on such good memories, man. <laughs> the Roger, Roger, man, the Roger, and then, and then you guys said it while I wasn't there. I was like, dude, that's how you know. That's how you know. You were like Roger, Roger. I was like, oh shit, you guys are using it without me. Okay. <laughs> and then to on. think that, it, to think that it came from like absolutely nothing. It was just me just saying copy, copy. Right. You know what I mean? It, it, like, where does that even come from? I don't know. I'm just saying copy, copy. <laughs> You know what I mean? And then just the whole gaslighting thing as well. That was just so much fun. Cause like I would even, you know, give Adi shit when, you know, when we were in between takes and we weren't with the girls, you know what I mean? And then when I was just with the girls, then I would give them shit, you know? So I was like, I'm defending my boy behind his back, but I'm shit talking and making sure he knows that he's in the wrong while I'm in, in front of him. One of my favorite things about the movie was like, as we were like along on set, there would be all of these times when I would walk into a room and you guys would be arguing about the plot of the movie and not like <laughs> the overall plot, but about like who was right and who was wrong yeah. in each scene. And that just made me so it was like it's so genuine that you guys are like, <laughs> I'm telling you, that was orchestrated, my boy. I was making sure they had the energy they needed to complete the scene. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Like, uh, it was, but it was beautiful. I mean, it was, I was calculated, but it was just so much fun to mess with Kelly and Caitlin because they would just get so mad. They're like, no, they would just like start yelling at me. And I'm like, you guys are wrong. I'm going to say, 
they would get so mad and i was like hey if it gives you what you need it gives you what you need you know what i mean <laughs> and honestly was, those are some of the best scenes like seriously yeah 100 percent. and there was one scene that i didn't want to talk about all the podcast because i'm like i don't want to ruin it for anybody who's gonna watch yeah. it the promenade dumpster baby one <laughs> that was such a fun scene to film because i'm like yo rise like throwing shit i mean like you little <laughs> asshole <laughs> you know what i mean and a lot of those you know takes where we do go back and forth with each other were improvised right. and that one just the one that stuck and i was also watching a lot of family guy too at that time and that's where it came from it just came to my head was like, you prom night dumpster baby like <laughs> like the way you're talking right now about this whole situation you sound like a prom night dumpster baby. you got dumped at dumpster on your mom's prom night that's what happened it really i well, i love that take too because you're not even on camera no, <laughs> no, it's it's Kelly's angle, and mm-hmm, yeah. you say it, and she breaks so hard. It doesn't even look like she, she doesn't even leave character. It's just like right. so genuinely funny that I was like, "This is like her your line," and then her laugh along with it just killed me. And I was like, "That has to stay. It has to." Stay. <laughs> Dude, I remember when I said it. You guys were just like, I just said it casually. Like I did, I was like not thinking twice about it. And I think I was like looking down at my phone for a second and I look back up and everybody's just looking at me and laughing. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, is it that funny? I don't know. <laughs> Cause at that point we'd gone through so many variations of just shit that we were saying that even Ryan, <laughs> he couldn't come back with anything. Cause he was just like, uh, uh, like what the fuck do I say to that? <laughs> there was, was one. Cause I was, I remember we, do, we were shooting the wide on that scene and I'm standing like in the other room, like watching camera while Will is on yeah. sound. And there's some line about like you're as dumb as Forrest Gump, and then you say, "Well, I'd still be running." And, yeah. <laughs> and Will is like holding the mic, and you can imagine him. His like face is getting red, and he's like trying so like just tears are coming out from his eyes. He's like trying because he can't move because he's gonna make sound on the mic. Yeah. I'm looking at him, and then we're like trying to hold it together. And as soon as we hit cut, we just burst out laughing. It was oh like, my god, cool. dude, that was that was. I've never taken an improv class in my life. The <laughs> amount of improv that we did, it just came off so seamless, seamlessly sometimes. It was just like, professional? Professional. Well, one of my favorite things to do is we would like run a couple of takes that were normal. And then I would mm-hmm. say, just do one with what feels right. And yeah. sometimes some great stuff will come out. Sometimes it became absolute dog shit. And it like, <laughs> it did not use the take at all. But like occasionally you would get little gems out of those. Right. No, yeah, you're not you're not wrong. We had that one take where we're like, yeah, just and then we completely went off script and it was <laughs> it was the dumbest thing ever because I don't I don't <laughs> the conversation went absolutely nowhere. It started nowhere, right? And it left nowhere. <laughs> you know, it ended zero at zero. We we're just and Megan just kept trying to bring us back in. Yeah, she like, was no. like, No, no, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the one too, because I think in that scene it came out the little bit. Um, where Caitlin asks for another drink and like Adi goes up to get one and you're like egging her. You're like, hey, haven't you had enough of those? And she just turns, because that's the, that line's not in the script. And then yeah. she turns and death stares you. And I, I'm pretty sure that improv bit came out of the that that whole sequence. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was also thinking, I was like, because she was, she was like, I don't drink a lot, but you guys are making me drink. And I was like, okay, well, there. You know, like mentally I was like, well, somebody who doesn't drink might art 
her to be absolutely plastered and not know it because they're sitting down. Yeah, so right. Like, and then that death stare, yeah, that was like that entire scene wasn't planned, but it was just great how it played out. Yeah, I was just like, it was great because I, I don't know, it just felt it, it didn't feel well because I don't know if that was the first or second take that we did of that specific improv right. scene, but it just didn't feel too refined or too polished. It felt like I was like, oh, <laughs> like yeah. You know, something like that. So it was that was one of those where it was like, oh, that's why I love what I do because I just you just get the riff, and, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. We we know now, right? And exactly. The scene where Adi came in singing, we were like oh, in yeah. the little bit, and he didn't realize that we were rolling. He's just like bopping to Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's me. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. And we were just like looking at him like. <laughs> all right <laughs> it was hilarious because he kind of was the problem <laughs> it was fitting it was fitting he was the problem during the shot he was the problem during the film in a way and then uh there was a, there was a few scenes where i think they came out better than i could have expected hmm. them to come out you know what i mean like oh man i'm trying to think of the specific scene because i know Oh, oh, hold on. And I also want to talk about the scenes where I wasn't there. Man, was I so jealous? Because I'm like, the way they came out during the rough cut, I was like, mm. I said, hold on, hold on you got to get me running too. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, those are so fucking which, good. Which, which, which scenes are you thinking of in particular? So the Adi running scene. Oh, yeah. Dude, that scene was just top tier. I just, dude, I was getting emotional. And then the one where he leaves and walks by himself and comes across that elderly couple. Also, like, I was, like, quivering inside. I was like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's so good. It looked so good. Mm. I was so jealous. Because I'm like, because I'm super critical. I'm sure that if I did it, I would have been super critical. Like, right, cut right. it. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, but, yeah, there was. I, that's very, it's also interesting. Because I don't know about Adi, but me specifically, like, there was a few scenes that I saw. And I'm like oh no i could have done better or maybe mm. there was a better take you know i feel like as an actor that happens a lot because you can do so many takes and maybe you're happy with three right you know what i mean as an actor but i always i always say that as long as you feel like you got you not even what can, what is it with me talking as long as i feel like you got what you needed from me and you're not because i'm always like available i'm like okay if we need to reshoot it like that you know let's do it right right um, but if you feel like you got what you needed, then I mean, you got what you needed. If I look fucking crazy, then I look crazy. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about that. Well, sometimes uh, it's just like continuity between things because we're using like mm -hmm. one piece from one thing and another piece from another thing. And like, you know, maybe there is a better take, but like the way your head is turned or something doesn't match yeah. how it did in another angle. And so oh, yeah. like little compromises sometimes you're making uh, to yeah. you're, you're getting everything. <sighs> Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's, I think, man, that's probably the hardest thing. But again, I don't know about Adi, because I get, I'm super critical of myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, oh man, you look like Jabba the Hutt. And this is my first experience also like, okay, I will never recommend my own wardrobe again. Because, <laughs> oh God, that was, I don't think I've worn any of that since. I just can't, I just. You can't. I just can't. Dude, it's, it was so hot. It was, I was dying. <laughs> I was dying. I was, I was like, oh man, I don't want to get back inside of this. 
That was a struggle, my brother. <laughs> that, was, that was a struggle. Um, but I feel like again, I feel like I've just come so far from that film. Um, mm. Even just doing this uh, film with Tyler and Will and Meg has been. It, it just felt so different. Did you guys last it, weekend? Is that? Yeah, yeah, this past week. Nice. Yeah, and it was. Uh, I just feel like I've come so far, and it just suggesting and then learning my so it was it was my first time running dialogue without the actress there so it was just Mm. me and it was like they were offering to read her parts for me but for some reason it just didn't feel like it didn't feel right yeah so i was instead i decided to just run the dialogue by myself and just time everything out in my head and just you know subtle cues for me to say this that and the third was it a phone call situation or was it just yeah yeah it was like like supposed to be a phone call situation got it got it and it was a lot more um facial expression based and that's really why i wanted to do it not only did i like the character and i feel like i am him legitimately Mm. but it was also just an opportunity to practice my acting muscles like okay you know But again, so it was just weird because I had never done that before. Just run dialogue by myself, just have that conversation by myself. So like, that's why I said, I'm like, I feel like I've just come so far. I feel like that would have been more intimidating before. Right, right. Silly as that sounds, um, it just, for some reason, I just acting, I don't picture myself acting by myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was weird, but uh, I feel like I've just come such a long way from, from the film and. But golly, has it been one of the best, <laughs> at least experience-wise. And you made some killer buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> Dude, you know, pat yourself on the back. That buffalo chicken dip was fire. Dude, you're lucky we didn't have, like, snacks upstairs, too, because I'm like, <laughs> oh, I would have been munching. <laughs> I would have been munching. I'm like... <laughs> so this movie's going to be out in a little less than a month. Yeah. What do you have to say to people to encourage them to either go to the premiere or if they're not in a place where it is premiering to rent mm-hmm. it online? Honestly, it's a fun movie. I think everybody who sees it has been in this position before, at least once in their life, or you're going to be at least watch <laughs> it so you're prepared. You know, um, go watch it. It's it's a fun local movie. You're supporting people who are trying to break into the industry um, and it's authentic. The people that are in it are authentic. They're not, you know, Ryan Reynolds looking people. So maybe if you don't feel like you look like Ryan Reynolds, you're going to, you can go ahead and relate to these characters and the actors who are acting in it. So if you want to support people who are trying to, you know, make their way in an industry, please, by all means, go rent it out, enjoy it. Leave some reviews. Let us know what you thought. And, uh, you know, negative, positive, it's all encouraged. Awesome. Yuli, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming out and doing this. And I hope that we can work together again in the future. Oh, absolutely. Such a joy. Brother, you just, such a joy. You just say it and I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. It was a pleasure. Awesome, dude. Well, thanks for sitting down and doing this. This was great. Of course. Thank you. All right. Peace. Peace.